0: welcome to today's episode of let's chat with revel and friends as you can obviously tell i'm not your host chris instead i am one of his guests today daniel chatter shubat from the get real movies podcast and i'm joined by dwight Hurst from the broken brain podcast as well and we will be talking to him finally about sherlock season four along with some other wonderful things uh so sit back get your beer get your tea get your coffee whatever you're having and enjoy this tasty morsel of the podcast. Did you know that listening to
1: Let's Chat with Revelin Friends can improve your memory, problem-solving skills, and ward off Alzheimer's? Hello, everyone, this is Dwight Hurst from the Broken Brain Podcast. It's a weekly podcast about mental health, psychology, and psychotherapy. And unlike the spurious claims I just made about listening to this show, we actually try to talk about things that are researched and just true. If you believe the things I just said about Let's Chat with Revelin Friends, it probably would come true. That's called the placebo effect. My own experience has been that when I talk to Chris or listen to his show, I always walk away feeling like a little bit better, a little bit smarter and like the world is a little bit better place to be. Anecdotal evidence that all my claims are true. So tuck yourself in and sit on back and listen to a great episode right now of Let's Chat with Revel and Friends. Take it away, Chris. The limelight cause I'm tight. Time to get paid, blow up like the world train Born cellar. The opposite of the winner. when
2: I used to eat sardines for dinner. Peace to Rodin, Brucey B, get to Brink, master Masterplex, love bust star ski. Are you in Canada still?
0: Yes, I am still in Canada
2: Is it That's snowing it. there or is it just here? Uh is it what? Are you, is it snowing where you guys are too? Yeah, we had it last night
0: though. Ah, oh. I we closed
2: everything down up up, out in Rhode
0: Island, so it's pretty great. Yeah, I know. I heard you guys, uh, you guys are wimps, you know, you can't handle the snow.
2: I know, and I I don't understand it because I grew up in New England and everyone freaks out. I'm like, guys, we do this every fucking year. Every
1: year, yeah.
2: (laughs) Oh, don't you're from the East Coast, so you know, the same thing. It's just like everyone panics and like buys milk and bread. I'm like,
1: yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, that's Obviously. a funny thing about the East. I yeah, I grew up in Pennsylvania and it was the same thing. It was I and mean, it was always milk and bread. We got to make sure to get milk and bread. It's like, really? What <laughs> uh, kind of plans do you have?
0: <laughs> milk and bread sandwiches?
1: <laughs> yeah, milk <and> exactly.
0: <laughs> no, no, milk and bread's perfect for a french toast. But see, you know? I grew up in Eggs the city. Yeah,
1: I grew up in the city where you could you could walk to places that sold those things and it was like unless it's like
0: really bad, we're we're <laughs> mm. going to be okay. We're not going to stock up, yeah. Right, it's a block and, like, away, dude.
2: In New York, like, just don't give a shit because, like, I can still go to a really <laughs> shitty Chinese food restaurant that will that doesn't close. Yeah, no matter what.
0: Well, yeah, the importance is- will just stay open no matter what. Like, even if it's. Thirty centimeters. If it's thirty meters, they'll stay open. So
2: Dwight, you lost me and Dwight with your measurements there.
0: Like
1: what? <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. Sorry. Yeah, I, so we, you're, we, you're globally it, accurate. We're the ones
1: we're m- magical no, you're, numbers. You're, you're
0: like the English. Like the English think they're different from the entire world, and so do yeah. America. So they decide to do a little different <laughs> metric system.
2: Screw it up. Uh, and Tim Hortons. I we used to have them. In, uh, you in still the do
0: have some in the states, you but do? they're more yep. north. Yeah they like Canadians
1: area. have to memorize where all the locations are, right? Isn't that part of your geography in yeah, 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 school? That's,
0: yes. that's part of our uh, training to uh, can become Canadian, especially uh, since I moved from Belgium to come here. I have to go through it, uh, <laughs> like, naturally, <laughs> every year. <laughs>
2: Well, in New England, it's Dunkin' Donuts, which I will I will say this on the uh, record, which is not very good at all. They're not very good. No, they're not great. Do- oh, okay. They're building yeah, them out here McDonald's in the West now. And uh, yeah, I'll tell you, Krispy Kreme's
1: much better. Uh,
2: Krispy Kreme is way, really good.
0: Yeah. I will um, remember that when I go to New York. Yeah, you're, you're
2: going to... You might not see a lot of Dunkin' Donuts in New York. There are some. You'll see a lot of Starbucks, but I've heard they've been kind of closing down a little in New York as well. Really? Uh, but. But yeah, Dunkin' Donuts sucks. I don't know what it is.
1: Welcome to yeah, On the well, Go Trend Business Trends with Dwight yeah. Daniel. Well, and I used to work I worked
2: for Starbucks for a long time, and and I don't ever go there as a customer anymore because I, I I I try to go to the local coffee shops where I live.
0: That's good. You're good, uh, good local boy.
2: It's just better.
0: I mean it's not I – mean,
2: I guess for sure there's that part of it. It's like, sure, local business. I'm like, no, it's just better quality. I mean it's just so fucking good. <laughs> it's like – it's like we we have – we're a big coffee city. I'm like I, I, I'm really more of a quality person. So like if you have like a small local restaurant and it sucks, I'm not going to go to it. But if it's like Chick-fil-A, I'm still going to show up.
0: <laughs> yeah. If, if I want uh, a good coffee, I'll go to a local coffee shop because I drink my coffee black. I can't stand milk, sugar, all that crap in it. Um, But if I want like a, a sugary drink, I'll go to Starbucks because I used yeah. to just go sit down there and work there on my blog for like hours. So I got yeah. to know everyone by name. So they hooked me yep. up with free drinks occasionally. <laughs> I was that I barista. My gold store got gold stars. It was special.
2: <laughs> I wish I had my podcast when I worked there because I worked I worked at a couple, but the last one I, at Starbucks I worked at was at a it was in a hotel inside a Biltmore Hotel in downtown Providence, and like. So many famous people or, like, people would come through or, like, when, like, the Providence has, like, their film fest, like, I would meet all these, like, indie filmmakers who then become on them. Like, man, and I would, you know, I would just talk to everyone because I didn't want to do any work. So I'm like, customer service, let's talk for 25 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Hook up. See,
0: Anyone famous you meet
2: who's famous now? I've made an asshole out of myself to Viola Davis. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I've said this before. but yeah, So she came in with her mother and her sister or some shit but I guess she's from here too, but she was doing something for commencement speech. And I was talking to her and she said she was an actress in Los Angeles. And I was like, Oh, you know, that's no, a tough job. Good luck. And she went, Oh, it's just a like tough that. job. Good luck. Viola Davis. And then she just had, keep been, had at it. Don't give up. <laughs> this gentleman I worked with, Carl comes over and he was a older gay gentleman. And he was like, Christopher, do you have any idea who you're speaking <laughs> to? This is when she was humanity. famous.
1: This is after she was already famous.
2: Oh, she was nominated. Yes, just his, his Academy Award nominee Viola Davis. And then oh, who else? Edward James almost one time came Ooh, in. That's cool. About he came in four times the same day, and by the end of it, he was annoying me
1: because I was trying to do something and he wouldn't stop talking to me. But would you would you <laughs> say would you say he almost came in every day? Nailed it. Uh, oh, there I'm it
2: poor. is. <laughs> I didn't know who he was either. Um, who there's a lot of. I saw Snoop Dogg
1: once. Now wait, um, yo, okay, hold on.
2: Freaking awesome! No. don't yeah. tell
1: me that you didn't recognize him.
2: No, so that's a different one. He was <laughs> playing the venue, and I was waiting to get my car from the valet because we parked for free. And he walked out with like a security team around him, and he kind of looked oh, at okay. me and gave me a nod, and we stood next to each other. That I, I did notice this weird thing of like celebrity types, because like. You know, like Demi Moore and Ashton Kusher, Spielberg, like, like those types would kind of curl through sometimes and James Franco. I didn't get to meet those people, but they were there who come in. And some of those people would just like – or Ed Harris were like normal people. But then like Britney Spears stayed in the hotel for a week and you don't see Britney Spears, but you fucking hear about her and you meet her staff and they're all terrified somebody, of her.
1: Somebody else probably buys coffee for her, I would think. Her assistant right. and then they're like kind of panicky yeah, that you that do it That would get sure. mobbed. Yeah. Uh, no, Joe Biden? Says, Joe He's Biden?
2: Oh. No, no. That's the thing about that. When there's someone at that level, you don't see those He's people. He's not coming into there.
1: Starbucks, I yes. would think.
2: No, he like comes wow. in from a secret entrance uh, for a fundraiser. He, <laughs> I would love
1: it. There's, there's a secret, secret service entrance service in every there? Starbucks for Joe Biden. It's, no, it's
2: the hotel. The hotel was like <laughs> – No, right. That's why these people were more there. It's, these are people who are staying at a high-class hotel. I happen you, to be
1: in the cafe – I was the help. If Joe Biden came in, he seems like the kind of guy that would say, "Hey, I'll just have a cup of Joe." I, I just ima- i can imagine him saying that, that. yeah, because that's but a total. From my bad understanding,
2: because that's—I I, talked to all the security and like people around him, but like any politician, like they just don't even get that freedom though. Like it doesn't matter who you are as a person. Like I don't think he's allowed to just walk into a coffee shop. Like I had to have a background check done on me. We weren't allowed to use certain mm-hmm. doors. Like it's. It's weird. It felt very artificial.
1: Yeah. You know, I I, uh, I used to work as a it, – it, technically it was as an investigator, but mostly what I did is I <laughs> interviewed people. I love the white stories. I interviewed people who, uh, who were getting security clearances. We have a big Air Force base here right next to where I live, and I worked for this company that did background checks for people who were getting their security clearance. So I got to talk to a lot of people, and I talked to somebody who worked – had worked a security detail when the president came to visit. I think it was Reagan. It was a long time ago,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: but he said that uh, that preparing the hotel and the convention center was a nightmare because they had to do background checks on every single employee, which means. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, that some employees might not be allowed in the building if you know because you don't you don't necessarily yeah have to have a clean background to be a well, busboy. Reagan boy, was shot, right? Too, right? So yeah, um, sure. And that's well, uh, but that's Probably gets
0: a a little more security on him than yeah. uh, most presidents. And, Are you
2: suggesting that Dwight was the guy who let him
0: through? Because that's what I heard. <laughs> he uh, said that maybe you know um, I, I can understand why Dwight might have done it. Like uh, you listen to Reagan's voice. Hello, my name is Ronald Reagan. Uh, he's,
1: he said that he's every... Every uh, place where the president stays or goes, as far as like security level, technically becomes an extension of the White House. So they basically have all the rights to do whatever they need to do and and control the security. And they have to do it like weeks in advance. And I mean, it makes sense. But you don't think about that when you just watch the news and it's like, hi, everyone. You don't think, well, that event was weeks in the making.
0: That's why I love politicians in Canada because we just uh, – Trudeau had uh, a cross-Canada tour where he went uh, across all of Canada to town halls and were, were – you know, uh, gave the people a chance to ask him questions and stuff like that. It was a bit of a waste of money because, you know, most of the stuff that he said he's going to do he probably won't be able to do. But, you know – Your politicians you know, I sound like ours. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I appreciate the gesture. It was good that he, you know, uh, allowed some people asking ask him questions and um, – but – he was sitting in the middle of a crowd with uh, people all around him. We were barely checked to go in. Like, Karna, just, just a lot more relaxed. Yeah, was... Like, he, he's walking in the middle of a street with oh maybe God. a couple security people behind him, like four or five. And all they're doing, and he's just shaking everyone's hand, going into coffee wow. shops. And like Canada, you just don't get the same like security level threat. Like the only country that hates us is Iran, and that's because we helped you guys out in '79. That's, that's so our. Like, it's
1: really our fault.
0: Yeah, sorry, yeah, it's me and f- Mike f- 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 personally.
2: <laughs> I wasn't. That's so, so. That's so opposite of America because like, I know.
0: I've never been in the room with the president. No, uh, yeah, of course, but like, um, like Yet, I got Chris. a picture with the uh, with the Prime Minister, and I just wanted a picture of him behind me. Like, you know, many people get a selfie, and like someone's yeah. like, behind them. He pulls in and, like, goes right next to my face. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, he loves the camera, but, like, you did know, he, it's still very funny. Did he do the cheek touch? Yes, he did. Do Ooh. The cheek touch. And uh, I even asked him uh, what his favorite movie was, just for my blog and podcast <laughs> listeners. And, of course... He said Rogue One because, you know, he's that type of guy. It's but, out
1: so. now. Yeah. <laughs> Did he see it? He's like, he's the just... yeah, it's the last movie I've it's, seen yeah, in the he, past it's 10 it's years. Here. He
0: went to an advanced press screening <laughs> yeah. two oh, years cool. before it came out.
2: Do you guys watch the show Veep?
0: Yes, I watch it a little it bit. It keeps getting uh, recommended, I just... but I haven't.
2: It's very funny. I just imagine, like, someone like uh, the Tony Hale character to whisper yeah. in your popular movie. Go.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, would, that would be it. And just, yeah. like, Star Trek War, Star Wars. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> no, but he's a huge Star Wars fan. There's a video of him in 78 when his uh, – or That's 77 pretty- when his father was prime minister elliot trudeau and um it shows him uh talking about the original star wars so it was 77 and he's like it's a top-notch movie a really well done (laughs) and and it's like him as a little kid like being a little mini reviewer it's quite funny have you seen that picture of donald
2: glover's high school yearbook photo and he's wearing a star wars shirt and now he's gonna be Lando. now he's gonna be
1: lando i'm so
0: happy
2: i
1: love love that i love donald glover Sorry, what's that, Joy? I love that casting. That's a great idea. Yeah, to have him it's in there. It's the
0: best casting in the Star Wars universe yeah. to date, I'd say. Like, maybe, maybe uh, Qui Gon Jin with Liam Neeson. That was pretty damn good Ooh. casting as well. But I, I'd say this is, uh, this takes the cake for me. But we were talking about famous people. Hey, who, and- you must have met way more with all your film <laughs> well, festivals. Well, I went to the Toronto International Film Festival last September and I got to meet quite a few um, a few people there. Um uh, I'll just start at the bottom, uh, Nick Cannon. <laughs> yeah, that's bottom. <laughs>
2: that's, um, yeah, that guy.
0: Yeah, uh, the American Idol guy, but he was directing a movie, um, he actually directed a movie, which really surprised me, huh. and it was a Jamaican dance hall movie, and it was really, really, uh, well done, I actually liked it a lot, it was, uh, different from anything I'd ever seen, so, um. I, I, like, I don't know when that will come out, but that will be kind of an interesting conversation I can foresee having uh, in the future with that. Um, also met Chloe Grace Moretz. I uh, got to interview her, which was really cool because she's, uh, she's quite the little uh, political savvy, as uh, I, I think most of you guys see on the uh, interwebs these days. I don't know who she is. I'm sorry. No, she's um, – Oh, she was at a bunch of Hillary um, things. She spoke at a bunch of Hillary. She's like the young girl from Kick Ass. Hit girl from Kick Ass.
2: Oh, wow. She's still doing oh, stuff. Okay,
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, good for her. I like that um, movie. I I only saw the first one.
0: Uh Charlie Steron sat right behind me at a That's movie. pretty cool. Um I She's... met Ryan Gosling She kept Stone. flicking popcorn at the You Oh, so yeah, you did, she... huh? Is Gosling cool. as beautiful as he is in real life? Oh, God. Yo, he is my bro crush, man. Like, seriously. And there were some stupid – we were in a roundtable interview with him, and there were some stupid people asking him, um, like, personal questions, and he shut them up real quick. So I got to ask more questions than I thought I would, which was (laughs) quite nice. It's like,
2: why are you so beautiful? What hair gel do you use?
0: (laughs) No, seriously, they were asking him – what like uh, who does his manicures for him I'm like what the fuck we're talking about la la land are you serious why are you asking this question you're wasting my time Could and you, you wasting just wasting his
1: time could you could you say my name while i listen
0: <laughs> can i record yeah. this <laughs> yeah can you just say get real movies you is can the
1: best. you can t- could you just what Did would you, would you say him? could you say this following phrase uh, yeah, I, I think it, it's a testament to how beautiful Ryan Gosling is that we're three guys who just heard that you got to meet Emma Stone and we're like, what was Ry Rai like?
0: <laughs> oh, that's true. Emma Stone seems really cool. Yo, Emma Stone is like the most awesome person ever. I, like she's so genuinely nice. It's, it's like you don't get that Hollywood vibe from her. Like you don't. In a way, you do get it from Ryan Gosling, but he's still, like, if you treat him with respect, he'll treat you with respect. That, and I think that's that's an important thing. But there's so many people today that you meet and they just let their, like, star status get to their head, think they're better than you. Oh, it's because they are. Would
1: it well, like, like, I, like I Chris Revel? No, just I hope again. Chris hasn't gone. I over know that I edge. have that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I feel like, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, can I get a signature? I've never really seen that. Like, I can see with maybe my favorite sports star that I get a signature on my jersey of him or something like that. Yeah, is that but, a
1: thing? People still get signatures? I, I don't know. I haven't seen yeah, anyone do people, that for a long like, time.
0: Like, I saw it at the festival. They would just like line up with pictures to get signatures. And, um, Like, I much rather get, like, photos, but even then, like, if I just meet them and talk to them, like, I met, uh, I think it was two years ago, um, I met Michael Keaton uh, at a coffee. Awesome. Oh, man. And we talked for five minutes, and I didn't get a picture with him. And I think, you know, those little moments, maybe I, like, I loved it. It was awesome. Like, it'll be something i remember, but... Like, you know, maybe it's nice for them because they're like, oh, you know, now they treat us like a human being, you know? And I feel like I agree. it's important just to, like, talk to them because, I like, I, they're just the same, really. Just they uh, make a little more money than us.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so there's a thunderstorm. We're having a snowstorm and now it's thundering.
0: I think it's Damn. the end of the
1: world. I'm not sure. Is this is the end? This is how it starts. <laughs> this is how it starts. With a podcast.
0: Oh, don't do that. I've never been to New York City. Can like the world yeah. just wait for just like, like a week?
1: It might take Those a while. I mean, it might take a while to end we don't know yeah
0: canada will be the last country to go you guys will still be there
2: i've aziz ansari has that joke too about people just wanting selfies with him and he's like no man just come up and like say hello and have a moment and that's more valuable than a picture or an autograph i'm the same way like when i meet like if i meet a famous person i have this weird thing where i'm like impressed and then i'm like i try to downplay it because i'm more like i want to be your best friend
1: not like some fan like so like oh hey That's a good thing to lead with, by the way. You should lead with that when you meet a famous person.
0: Hey, I just want to be your
1: best friend. I don't want an autograph or anything. But you and me together, forever.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that that won't freak them
1: out. That's hang. Yeah, it's just weird, too.
2: and, and. I also. You like, think of that too. Uh, I've never had strangers walk up to me that I don't know. T- I don't like, like strangers talking to me in general, so I don't know how I would deal with that.
1: <laughs> I've had yeah. I've had a couple times where uh, someone came to see me professionally and was like, "I checked out your podcast before I met you," and like that's weird enough. Like, kind of, it's cool. I'm like, I'm glad that's a way you could get to know if you want to see me. You know, because yeah. my podcast is about what I do, so. You know, that's nice, but it's kind of like, oh, that's, I, that's, that's a strange feeling to be like, you kind of have an idea of my voice and my characteristics before you met me. And that's like, but you know, and that's a very specific, very, very narrow niche. But yeah, that would be weird to have someone be like, I know you are. Take a selfie
0: with me. But I'm meeting a bunch of podcasters in New York City that I've never met before, and, like, I'm excited to meet them. And a lot of them <laughs> I, I've just talked to on the internet, and they only know me from what they've heard on the podcast. So, Is it a cool.
2: meetup.com kind of thing, or, or just like people you've
0: – No, just like, uh, just like, you know, uh, Carly. Craigslist. i and met Carly. And, uh, and um, uh, uh, Matt from Next Best Thing. Like, uh, a bunch of people who live in the city, so I wanted to, you There's know so –
2: I just went to this thing. Um, PRX, like Public Radio International, has like a studio yeah, yeah, in Boston, I saw that. and I just went to like one of their meetup coms with someone I've had on my podcast, and it just turned out that we live like two streets away from each other because it's a small like. I was like, "Oh, let's go together," because like Boston's like a, a over an hour from where we are. And then yeah. when we we were there, um, we're going like in a circle and telling each other our names. Some guy starts talking, and I'm like staring at him, and I'm like. That voice sounds so familiar. And then he said the name of his podcast, and I'm like, oh, my God, you've been on my show. <laughs> and it was the weirdest moment I've and ever had in my life. two blocks away from <laughs> you. Do you guys always Skype? <laughs> no. Well, we did a Skype two yeah. years ago, but video off two years. You know what I mean? I don't know. I couldn't even tell you. I, That's I don't pretty know, I'm good. not that good remember what people look
1: like. That's pretty good at pulling a I voice no after
2: that long, though. So I it, mean, it, it, even that uh, you could recognize the, his voice. He has a very distinct voice, but it was just this moment of like, and then so it was weird to meet two people I'd never met before, then meet through podcasting, and then have someone quote something back to you you've said on your own podcast that had never happened to me before, and it was like, whoa. I think I was talking to Jacob. But I think I said he's like, I think you said this on your podcast. I was like, um, I don't know what to say.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> no, It is cool. But, yeah, it's a but good thing. like, I have a photographic memory, so whenever I see someone's face, like it's really weird, but. I'll run into them again and I'm like, "Fuck, I know this person, but huh? I can't remember I can't remember their name." <laughs> oh Shit. man. But, that's um, cool. it's a cool experience when you
2: meet someone that you talk to online. Yeah. We should do like a I, I'm going to I've got I would like I feel like I should meet Carly. I I think I go I think she's in Jersey or New York or something.
0: She's, she's in, in yeah, she's just outside or in New York or just outside. That's I think uh, she's
2: from New York, but secretly lives in Jersey, but doesn't want anyone to know that because she's ashamed. I'm just projecting here, but that's how people from Jersey are.
1: Let, let's get. Let's but, just um, let's just do it, Chris. Just give her address over the airwaves. Ready? Go. One, two, three.
2: Fake Street,
0: <laughs> <laughs> New Jersey, New Jersey. Uh, New no, Jersey, I, New I, Jersey. I, you know, the city's so nice they we named it twice. You down to New York when you? Uh, when, I know uh, you guys give you me the dates. dates. I was trying to think when it. When is it? When are you coming down? Uh, from the seventh, well, actually the sixteenth. Now the sixteenth in the evening until the twenty-second of uh, February. Yeah,
2: I think I'm at a baby shower. Ooh, fun! Oh, fun. I'm setting up a nursery on the eighteenth, and then, I don't know. I, yeah what, it's getting if, hard to okay. travel with, what what it, night yeah, are you guys it's not uh, far from me, it's just my it makes heart travel with
1: uh is getting harder what what night are you guys uh, surprising chris and his wife at his house i, I oh, oh i, I don't want to spoil it, it. oh dinner. i don't know yet uh... surprise <laughs> i'll leave oh man you guys better get the best picture of the right crib. now turn around no
0: <laughs> we're
2: in your home
1: <laughs> uh, so, the call is know, coming we from inside to... the house chris
2: we were going to do an episode of TV at my brain. We couldn't get it together. So I feel yep. like we should just chat about Sherlock a little bit. I barely remember any of it. So maybe it wasn't that good.
1: <laughs> it, Dwight, you well, hated it. It wasn't that good. No, I, I really loved the second one of the final right. season. or the, I don't know if it's really the final season. They haven't admitted that officially. There, it's it's like might yeah, it it might like, be. Yeah, they're like, it might part. be. It just depends if Benedict Cumberbatch keeps being popular.
0: <laughs> Which he yeah. will, yeah, Which exactly. you, yeah.
1: You mean Doctor Strange? I think that might stick around for yeah, a while. <laughs> you, think,
0: you think he might reprise but, that role? Yeah, he's definitely. He's already reprising it in uh, <laughs> Thor: Ragnarok <laughs> and yeah. Infinity War. So I like. uh
1: Yeah, that's the one where he's like, "I am an American," right? Where he has a, a I am accent. an
0: American. <laughs>
1: that's, yeah. Um, I I did not like the third one. You know. I, the the first one was like, mm, okay. Second one, really good. And then the third one, I just felt, I, I as soon as it was over, I turned to my wife and I said, that was a really good Batman versus the Riddler story. That was my take on it. I was like, if I was in a comic book, I'd be like, okay, maybe. But it just seemed like it, well, it got way too
0: fantastical for me. That he had this secret sector The second sister. one was my least favorite. Though. Really? I, I feel off. like... Like, no no, but the second one was yeah. so fast and so unlike Sherlock. Huh. And like the first episode, um, I did I did like like it was it was well done, and you know, uh, just kind of bringing bringing Sherlock into this kind of story that's going to connect somehow with the whole show, mm. but uh, but not really, but still be its own episode. So I liked the first one; I thought it was okay, but I thought the third one was was really well done. I, I Really? I had, a friend, That's I had interesting. a friend who gave it a lot of shit. Like, I had to kick him <laughs> out halfway through the episode because he kept commenting. <laughs> and, um, you know, I felt a little bad afterwards, but I'm, I'm not regretting it because, you know, I wanted to watch this in peace. But just seeing um, some characters that we had not seen the last season, or at least not, you know, alive the last season, um, was just... Oh man, like I, I, I think like, I've been playing I want to break free by Queen. Yes. On see, replay. see,
1: that's the thing. And this is what this is what did it for me where I got kind of pissy about the last one. There were moments in it that I loved. Like I loved that moment you're talking about where Moriarty steps off the and, and that guy, you know, he just owns the screen. Yeah. What he just owns the whole thing whenever he's there. He's immediately scary just by just he's just there dancing, you know, to the song and you're like, something bad's gonna happen because he's here. You know, so that was there were a lot of elements like that that were good and I think I felt like I knew what they were trying to do. They're trying to make it more epic towards the end. But I guess I for me it was when the guys were dangling outside the window and it's like, okay, all right. It just felt like his sister's got mind control powers, you know? And then it just hit too but many little doesn't. tropey things for me. But that's what well, that's it's like when she's like, you should kill your wife and the guys like I
0: just couldn't get it out of my head. <laughs> So I killed my family, <laughs> but I think that they set it up so nicely. Like you, if you look, they they would have had to like uh, come up with this like almost two seasons ago to set it up so it would work at least. Because yeah. you know, if you watch, I, I rewatched the whole series after the fourth series, and you see so many little little subtle uh, hints. Like you know, even in the third series, the east wind is coming. It's said like four times, mm-hmm. but. How did they know that it was going to be Euros who was coming? And I kind of liked that whole, like, you know, first of all, I didn't expect it to be a sister, which I thought was kind of cool because I thought, you know. I like that. uh, Once again, uh, people were giving um, Sherlock a lot of shit about, you know, not, you know, uh, using its uh, female characters very well. And Chris posted something on Facebook about that. But I think, I think, um, <laughs> you no, know, you did. You oh, I know. I shared
1: from something from, from the Atlantic. Oh, wait, there
0: I saw it there from were Dwight. some pretty good, yeah, stole it
1: from yeah there yeah. were some pretty good articles from the Atlantic. And I, I will say I this that. though. I think I, I, I kind of agree with both. Like they tried to do something more interesting, but Stephen Moffat in general has always been open to that complaint of not really knowing what to do with, with not really knowing how to maintain strong female leads. And, so, I think they were open for that complaint when they decided to kill Mary. Um, the reason one of the reasons I like the second one, I think, is because they had an actual case where they were catching a killer, and I felt like they redeemed that a little bit by bringing some of the interesting elements. Uh, uh with uh, oh gosh, who's their landlady? Um, oh, Mrs. Lincoln, um, Mrs. Hudson,
0: Mrs. Hudson. Hudson, yeah,
1: you know, they they oh, they've always that. used her well, and so. Yeah, I just felt like the the problem for me is that they gave Euros so much like dysfunction and so many powers, and then they did what is just a it's just a trope that really bothers me, which is at the very end he goes, "We found you. You're okay now. Okay, fine. Let, I'm I'm good now." You know, it was no, like but one she conversation. Wasn't
0: good, though. <laughs> But they'll they'll do that in like if a fifth season come, like I understand what you're meaning and like yeah. uh, first of all I want to say Mrs Hudson driving that car was <laughs> oh my, that amazing was fantastic yes. was yeah. phenomenal like that I, I agree that moment in the second episode was probably one of the standout moments of the series um, but like uh, I just wanted to go back a little bit like I feel like they had to kill uh, Mary I feel like that was one I of the smart the smart things that they had to do and this person who wrote that article about um like the thing is that this was always john and sherlock's story yes that and- that's true so i like, I'm sorry. And yes, of course, strong female characters are really important. And I think they've done that quite a bit with uh, the woman, with Mrs. Hudson, with Mary, and now with Euros. I think they have at least every series, someone who really stands out and Molly, like everyone forgets about Molly, but that's oh, yes. in the third episode where yeah. she has to admit to Sherlock what she's been feeling for all these years, like, that was emotional as hell, man. Like, I was almost crying myself. Like, it was hard to watch. Uh,
1: Yeah, I didn't... I don't know. I, uh... Yeah, I don't know. I had some... I get what you're saying. saying. I get what you're saying. I I, I felt like that, that scene didn't quite land for me... Um, really? Yeah. I'm sorry, the, that
2: scene hit me pretty hard too.
1: Yeah, just cuz well I was already I'm, out of it I'm though. The bag for everything. I was all I was already a little bit out of it though. The whole island, the whole magical island place got me where it was yeah. kind of like And to be honest, that, this is a little snarky too, but I I was taken out of it by the little like sound drops that apparently Moriarty had recorded for her. And he had done these like little video sound drops, and I and I was picturing at that time, I was picturing in a sound studio him going like, "Tick tock, No, no, I screwed it up. Come on, let's let's take it again. Take it again. <laughs> All right, can we try that again? All right, let's tick tock, tick tock. Did we get it? Oh, let's do one more. Emphasis on talk this time. Anyway,
0: so I was probably a little a little taken out of it by then.
1: So I but wasn't more giving you it a
0: chance. When you see five years ago uh, when he steps out of the plane and you're like, is he back? Is he back? Is he alive? Is he alive? It's like building and then you see yeah. five years ago. And then just I could I could hear the collective, uh, like all the fans of Sherlock going, fuck. Yeah.
2: Just, bah. I, I was one of them. You know, I think – they should do a spinoff series about Mary, and uh, it should be a prequel of Mary's story before she meets John, because I think she's the most interesting character in the reason, entire
1: show. Well, I, I agree with you. The reason, why I was, fucking awesome. the reason why I was mostly disappointed about her dying is that she was the most non-traditional character. Um, and you're right, it is a John and Sherlock story, but I loved, like, for example, the way they did the wedding episode where she's yeah. kind of working both of them. Like, come on, you take him out. I think I can, you take him out, you know. It, it okay. was just a great addition. She's a great actress. I don't know if it had anything to do with the fact that they broke up in real life. I uh, think that might have been something wait, what? that they took into the consideration. Martin Freeman and her have been together for, like, ever, and they just broke years. up. Yeah,
0: They, they were a real-life couple?
1: Yeah, yeah, they're yeah a real life they were real-life
0: couple. They broke up uh, just before the fourth season started <gasps> filming.
2: Well, that's definitely why they killed
0: her. <laughs> All right. Well, that article They did talk, well, there was an
2: interview.
1: That. There was an interview where they talked about the the awkwardness of doing that, but uh, the you know, but they're both professionals and and that, anyway, so she to me was the least. I felt like the other female characters with the possible exception of Mrs. Hudson leaned a little bit on sort of stereotypical tropes for the motivation for women. And and it was interesting to see someone who was like a little bit different and then to say well she's gone now and i get why they did it but i'm still like yeah i don't know why bring her in then is what i kind of felt like at that point
0: and i, I think that they should do a moriarty prequel if they did anything yes i'm tired of prequels because there do so many but i would be okay with that because first of all he is not that famous an actor somehow yet how um, how
2: how he I mean, is
1: did you guys so see talented. did you guys see him in denial
0: Yes. I oh think. my gosh! No, I don't, what's that? Uh, fantastic! It's a movie about a person who denied that the Holocaust ever happened, and he sued the woman that said he was a liar. Yeah. yeah is it, it was based a, off a true story? Or? It yes. is a true story. Yeah. yeah. Rachel
1: Vice plays this uh, professor, history professor, who gets sued by a Holocaust denier because she's called him out in like her books or whatever as as a liar. Rachel. Weiss. And so, okay. Uh, she uh, she's sued for essentially for libel, and it's in libel, England. Yeah. She play, She is English in real life, I guess, but she plays. You know, she plays an American. An American. Another one who's yeah, like, an American. I um, have an
0: American uh, accent. Yeah, an an American uh, Jew. I think her name was uh, Deborah Lipstadt, and uh, it was all about um, is all about David Irving, who was uh, he's very famous in uh, the UK as a as a historian, but he denied that the Holocaust ever happened, which is you know one of the most outrageous. Um, Right. Things you can ever claim because it's been proven a hundred times over. <laughs> right,
1: and that. But then it was interesting to. It was interesting to go through because uh, uh, who's in it? Um, well, the guy Tom who plays Wilkinson. Moriarty, yeah, Tom Wilkinson, and they play the the attorney and the barrister because you need two yep. people, I guess. You need in two England. in England. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's complicated. Look. Yeah, it was. That oh, was dude, interesting to see. But he was fantastic as a lawyer. Exactly.
2: Sorry about that, Mike was cutting out. Well Dan, as the movie man, and Dwight, I'm gonna pitch I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch this both to both of you. Okay. the actor that plays Moriarty, I don't know his name off the top of my head. Andrew hand. Scott. Andrew Scott. Yeah. What's his perfect role? Um who wants to go yeah. first? Like if you could put him in any movie, and maybe one that doesn't exist yet, like what character type? Because I think he can do anything.
0: I would have cast him instead of the weird person that is Jared Leto, who should never act again. Um, I think. (laughs) Oh, my God. I like where you're going.
1: I like where you're going.
0: Sorry, Dwight. (laughs) No, I like where Um, you're going. Go for it. Oh, you like where I'm going? Yeah, no, I don't like Jared Leto. (laughs) Uh, I would have have cast him as the Joker instead (gasps) of um, Jared Leto. But (sighs) if it had to be in a role that hasn't uh, been done yet. What about a whole Joker movie?
2: I I could see him as the next Joker.
0: Oh, well, no, not anymore cuz Jared Leto's taken that, which is very sad for us, but um
2: no. The Joker's been done terribly before Heath Ledger,
1: so they could do it again. <laughs> that's
0: true. Um, <laughs> Only if
1: he grew the the Cesar Romero mustache and put white makeup on top of it.
2: Yeah, Mark <laughs> Hamill's always going to be my Joker.
1: Oh, he does yeah, yeah great with the voice. And, and Did he, you guys yeah, and the, side the note games? Side note, did you know, I mean, in the old Batman show, the the 70s one, Cesar Romero yeah. has a mustache that's just painted white with his face. I don't know if you've oh, ever noticed oh, that. but that's all it is. But the reason is because he had an iconic mustache. And when they hired him to be the Joker, they said, yeah, we just need you to shave that off. And he's like, that's not going to happen. And they were like, all right, screw <laughs> it. We'll just put white makeup on top of it. And they did. Oh. <laughs> they did. That's how serious they were treating. It was a silly show on purpose. But anyway. Yeah.
0: So. No, but I'd say um two roles that I can think of is um they're going to do an Obi Wan uh, uh mm-hmm. spin off, I think. Oh, it's pretty inevitable. Pretty good. Um I think they could make him a bad guy, uh Andrew Scott, just any yeah. bad guy. You yeah. uh, know who I to see And also him. if um if you're gonna cast him in something, I'd say um I'd say put him in uh God. I don't know, there's like so many different
2: I want to see him as a uh, an indie rom com lead man. <laughs> like, I the think Fastbender. he's.
1: How yeah about? I think he
2: like a before sunset kind of thing, I think he is
1: the mm, most charming
2: motherfucker in the world. <laughs> you know oh, what yeah. I, I don't know
1: yeah. I don't even have a property to pitch for this, but I yeah, would want to anything. see him I'm curious about yours. I would want to see him as a spy in like a real spy thriller. <gasps> like, a, Ooh, like a historic uh, piece like a, like a soldier tailor tinker you know tinker, tinker spy Taylor, type soldier spy That's the one yeah. Mm. Like to- a John Lacar type of, of a spy, not a James Bond type of a spy, more of a more of a John Carre kind of a thing.
0: Yeah, he was in uh, Taker, Taylor, Soldier, Spy.
1: Oh, see, I didn't oh. see it. So
0: there we go. No, but um, Andrew Scott, I just say that um, he kind he's... of has, he, he made me hate Sherlock at moments. Like, there's that, that one how scene good would... of an actor he is.
2: <laughs> is it season two or three where he uh, he convinces them that he's, like, that Sherlock makes up the whole thing? Yes. And he's very, I, there's that one dude, yeah.
0: scene. Yeah. Dude, like that, that scene. One, like you're, a, you were Jordan convinced? Have has some doubt. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I did as a viewer, but like I said, I'm, I'm not a good audience member. I'm already in the bag. If I'm watching something, I kind of want to like it. I have to have someone tell me why it sucks. Usually. Did you hear
1: they did? I guess it was during the, I guess it was during his audition. They had him read that line where it was like, Sherlock says people have died. And he's like, that's what people do. That was the line. Right. And, and, and he does that scream. He's like, that's what people do. You know, And he did that in the audition room and they said, we all just basically, you know, got Mm -hmm. afraid. And we said, well, okay, we need to hire him. (laughs) Because he, like,
2: I know, Dwight and I, we work in the mental health field, but he has this thing where he can give such great love, but then he could probably slit your throat in the same breath. Like he would, hey, let's redo Dexter. Actually, let's stop the season Dexter at season four and then make a whole other show with the yeah. same premise and give it to Andrew
1: Scott. Dexter, how did your plastic surgery go? Fine. Okay, good. We never have to reference why <laughs> no, you look I'm different anymore.
0: No, you know, um, I recently watched Dry for the first time, which is like already up there with one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, Andrew Scott, like as soon as I watched it, I thought that Albert Brooks' character, who's the villain in that movie mm-hmm. – Reminded me of Andrew Scott because at moments he is such a nice, calm guy, and that any other moment he cuts open your arm and slices your tendons (laughs) and you're dead. Like it's like that is no no, but that is a good villain when you can when you can love them, but then be scared shitless by them in like Like the same. Heath Ledger, yeah, Heath Ledger or uh, Jared Leto in. (laughs) (laughs) my father
2: <laughs> <Jared Leto. laughs> and never again just like Jared Leto in, in real team.
1: life that, I think that's what you were gonna say Jared Leto in real life
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah there when we he's go. preparing now for a character he band could band kill band you band at band any band. minute if I ever met him I would just like not talk to him I'm sorry but like I don't Ooh, care Jared I he's listening. He's no, a he big is. fan he, of Let's Chat. He, no, he's, he, he uh, thinks he's he thinks he's better than everyone else too. He's like oh, I'm, gonna of a, a, I'm gonna wear a green tuxedo and I'm gonna send rats to my co-stars because I'm a freak. He like, sent uh, he
1: sent used condoms to his co-stars. Yes, Did you guys like, read about what that? What the hell is wrong yeah. with him? Like, I, I, I think like, the real yeah, Joker, if there was one, would be somewhere reading articles about Jared Leto's method acted and going, dude, dude d- pump the brakes a little bit. That's too far, man. What the
2: hell? And at least he hated his experience in the movie. And from what I understand, this
0: movie is terrible. I never saw it. Which oh no no Jared Leto like I heard I yeah well uh, but like you looked at Heath Ledger like he went in the role but and I feel like this role killed him. But at least he didn't do stuff that like will be. I think remembered. it's the drugs
2: and the alcohol that killed him. <laughs>
0: no, I. Oh, that's all. No, I just tease it. Say that. <laughs> no, but like they say that like the role like he got yeah. so into the role, but at least yeah. he. He didn't become like just weird. Like he No, no, he crazy. was a
2: good actor who was just yeah. A, a, yeah. a drug well, addict. Well,
1: I remember watching that one when, and that was one of the times that I've really been scared in a theater because I kept thinking, like, he's coming back. Where is he going you know, to? Oh, no, there he is. You know, he was an actual yeah. scary Joker. And I always thought the problem with the Joker is that he's often portrayed as kind of funny. When in fact he, mm. that wouldn't be funny. If there was a guy who dressed as a clown and thought murder was funny, that would no one would think that was funny except for him. Last year did. we
0: saw that. Right. Last year we saw that <laughs> with all those clowns dressing up, though.
1: Oh, oh yeah. man! Did you guys see the story from uh, where was it from? Uh, Let oh, me just guess, Florida. Let me no no it was uh, <laughs> somewhere. It might have been back east, but there was a guy who was uh, their their town was actually having a problem with clowns. Showing up and like terrorizing people at night and pranksters, kind of thing.
0: And a guy dressed and, up as
1: Batman. Yeah, did you see that? The guy dressed up as Batman and he would go no out and actually way. like get in fights and, and engage up. these clowns. Amazing. And he would go around and tell kids he, he did it because he he already had like a Batman Dark Knight costume he wore to this parties guy and stuff. had one. <laughs> right, yeah, you would think. And anyway, but they showed a clip where he, he went to basically a friend's house. That was how it started. He went to a friend's house and the kid was afraid to go to bed and he came in as Batman Aww. and he said, Hey, don't worry. I'm on the job, basically. And so he did like a video on YouTube that he's like, show your kids this video. And it's just him saying, like, if you want to fight with someone, fight with me. And he's like a big guy, Aww. you know, with the physique of Batman ish. So, and then he, uh, I- Killed a bunch of the club. No, he didn't really kill. kill he them, murdered. Uh, him. Well, I hope so. <laughs> beat them Do you guys from- want a good heartwarming,
2: <laughs> uplifting? There's good in the world. Movie to a uh, documentary. It's called Bat Kid. It's on Netflix right now. Oh, oh did I you watch it? Out. Oh,
0: that movie killed me, man. It, it's sweet. The kid lives. That's like
2: I thought. I didn't want to watch it because I thought there was a little boy with cancer that dies. But it's all about it's not about that it's he he survives He's well but his one way true to become batman um and they make san francisco and then how it kind of spirals out of control and they, they make him um get they make san francisco into gotham city and it was just so beautiful huh. you know it's one of
0: my most inspiring movies so far this year like i know so it's only squad? been a month but uh <laughs> sorry <laughs> inspiring Yo, for uh, hatred wait, i just want to talk to you can we kick uh, <laughs> yeah. this off the, uh... i will step away for a moment <laughs> let
1: me see if i can mute just one of you
0: hold on keeps <laughs> wonder... mentioning suicide squad i'm done with him man. <laughs> i never even saw it that's the best part i know but... never no, will but, but uh i saw Patriots day And uh, you guys were talking about – or Chris was talking about Boston before. And uh, first thing I want to say is it is my favorite city in America. I've not been to many, but I love Boston. It is like the Liverpool of America. Like just the people are kind of the same. And like in Liverpool (sighs) – okay let me keep going um (laughs) in liverpool the accent is quite uh quite different from most of england like in england they're very posh most of them especially down south but in liverpool it's very like uh nice how i am from liverpool like you know it's kind of um many people voted as the worst accent i grew up a little bit with it so i like it but Boston, like when I went there, everyone was so friendly, like, and it's just like a really together city, which I kind of like, except for that, you know, one area where the most robberies in the world happen. Um, oh, that's
2: been uh, gendered now.
0: And um, it's a hipster neighborhood.
2: It's a hipster. It is now. Yeah. Now yeah. it's just the
1: prices oh, okay, of the true. food.
2: No. Yeah, Dor- Dorchester.
0: Or what is it? Dorchester, I forget what it's called. Yeah. Um. uh but like i just want I think it's the part where most of is.
1: gone baby gone takes place <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: it is though um and like that movie it's supposed to be sad right because it's about the boss bombing, but i did not think that i would laugh as much as i did i laughed a lot and it shows you that tragedy and that comedy go really well together because it's oh, yeah, like yeah. you know at, at the funeral you tell jokes you don't cry the whole time right but, I do. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, you know, but you do cry, but you tell yeah. jokes too. No, I tell a lot of jokes at
2: funerals.
1: People usually cry. Kind of like people, uh, people usually cry when Chris tells jokes, though. Yeah,
2: that's usually what's happening. <laughs> Was it a good movie? I just haven't seen it yet.
0: Yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Like, it's probably my my favorite movie of so far because you know, January we usually get a lot of shitty movies, but mm-hmm. um, but there's this one scene where there's a shootout with the terrorists and they're throwing pipe bombs. And the police are, you know, locked uh, behind the cars. They can't move. And a guy comes out of his house, throws a hammer to the guy, uh, to the cop. And he says, uh, give him hell, Saj. And and he's just like, and he looks at the hammer. And he, then he looks at the guy. And then he looks at the terrorist. He's like, what the? And then he keeps shooting. And it's like, I just, like, that is so, I, I feel like, even though I was in Boston for a couple days, that's so Boston. And I loved it. Yeah, And it was Oh man, I just Well, you know, in, in real life, um the cops the guy the
2: the second Sarnaya brother, it was like a citizen that found him. It wasn't even the cops. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, uh, yeah. Some- some dude, like, looked out his window, and there was just a trail of blood going <laughs> underneath Into the boat.
0: boat.
2: Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I shouldn't laugh at that, but it's kind of hilarious when you have all that manpower and money and all that. And then some. And like, it's a citizen. I gotta smoke a cigarette, ma. I, I ain't afraid of nothing. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, that was in the movie, and it was hilarious. Like, I think that's the guy's quote in real life in the papers. is like, I ain't let no terrorists ruin me for my smokes or some shit like that. <laughs> and now I'll never <laughs> quit.
1: Boston. Now I should never quit.
2: Yeah, now I got to keep smoking.
1: Something wow. good might happen again next time I go out. Boy, it's like we're in Boston right now with all this accent work that we're doing.
0: Uh, yeah, B- Boston's a great city. It, um, no, I don't it's even try. College city. kids, I, I so, don't try and do the accent. All I could do is I have a shirt that says. Um, have making you smarter since 1836 so I could do I could do the smarter or pack in your car pack you can have it but yeah. it's probably I'm probably butchering it I need an accent coach if I ever do a Boston movie That's yeah funny. I think you um well no hey, are we playing
1: is, uh, are we playing clips from Goodwill hunting guys I all of a sudden I was transported um <laughs> it's not your fault you like, like
2: them animals. it's not your fault it's not your fault <laughs> It's <laughs> not your fault, Dwight and Dan. It's not your fault.
0: <laughs> you know, we are alienating all our Boston <laughs> <laughs> listeners. Like, Boston, I love you, but I'm sorry if I butchered your accent. So many yeah. people it's butchered the second, the second. This is the God. second I'm Boston massacre. Second
1: I uh, was <laughs> not prepared with an inspirational movie, but I did watch one last night, if you want me to chime in. Oh. so You guys have both shared one. I don't yeah. feel left out. Um, the oh. e- The Eagle Huntress. Did
0: you guys see that one?
1: Oh. It's on Amazon yeah. now. I
0: saw that at TIFF. Yeah, oh, my yeah. God.
1: It's fantastic. I missed it at Sundance a couple of years ago. Uh just because I couldn't get tickets to it. Uh but uh it uh is on Amazon now and it's it's like the first uh female uh, uh eagle hunter. Eagle hunting is a thing in Mongolia for like thousands of years and uh yeah. it's just about this girl and her dad and he they hunt with golden eagles which are huge terrifying killing machines that you just put on your arm. Uh, you know, and here's a 13-year-old who's just like Mm-hmm-hmm and anyway but it's very it's very inspirational uh just the way that they work together as a team her and her dad and um and you know and actually go through this and then there's a little added bonus of it being like a lot a lot of the more traditionalists are kind of like ah she's she's not going to be able to do it she just won't be able to do it and she does and it's very inspirational to yeah overcome is it a documentary yeah it's a documentary
0: Oh, and I did like you hear who um, who, uh, uh, narrated mm-hmm. you, uh, who narrated it? Did you know who narrated? I didn't until I watched it. Yeah, it's
1: uh, Daisy Ridley, who yeah. plays Rey oh in uh, Star Wars. The next Force thing happened. Was yeah? It before? kind of makes
0: sense. Yeah, or after
1: it was uh, after it came out before movie. Star Wars.
0: No, it came out after. Oh, okay, was it? Well, it came it's, out, no, a, it debuted a month after Star Wars. I think in it was Sunday,
1: filmed before then. Yeah, it was filmed before yeah, it was Star was Wars. But Star Wars. oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah but, but yeah, it did it premiere
1: last she, year? Yeah, I just was just trying stars. to remember that if it premiered last year or 2 years ago. I couldn't remember.
0: No, last year.
1: Huh. Cuz it cool. filmed
0: uh, it, it premiered at TIFF this year and then it okay. premiered at Sundance uh, uh earlier in the year in January, I guess, yeah.
1: right? Yeah, that it's so usually it's in near January. Sunday? Yeah, I live in Utah, so I've been going You went this year, right? Uh, yeah, I've been going for about 4 or 5 years uh to Damn. Yeah, they'll they'll put tickets on sale for locals just a little bit before, so you can usually grab a bunch if you're registered on the website. Oh, so that's nice. Yeah. what did you see this year? Uh let's see. This year I saw I saw a movie called Gook, which was about two Korean brothers. Uh it was a scripted drama. It took place like right before the LA riots. Um really good one that's gonna be coming out. Uh, I know it was acquired and is gonna go into theatrical release in the fall, is called The Hero. It's with Sam Elliott and Nick Offerman. Um, oh, mm-hmm. and Laura, uh, Plebo from that 70s show fame, she's been a yep. lot of other things since then, but that's you know, Donna, Donna, yeah, Donna, yeah, uh, and then really, later Orange is in Black, yeah, really good, uh, really good movie. He's the Sam Elliott plays a guy who's like an old Western movie star, which I know is a stretch, <laughs> but mm. but very different from him as a real person. He he's kind of like a guy who made it big 40 years ago and really hasn't done much since then, and he's kind of It's just this old guy who just smokes a lot of pot and is kind of sitting around. And then he learns in the very beginning of the movie, he learns he has cancer, but he's kind of estranged from his ex-wife and his daughter. And he just doesn't have anyone to tell. And you just kind of see him going through this, like almost telling people, not quite telling them what's, you know, it's just kind of a self-discovery movie. But it was really
0: well done. Yeah. But I'm glad he was smoking pot because, you know, that's been proven to kill some cancer cells. Maybe it'll help. Yeah. It
2: didn't help. What if it, like that's how it ends? Oh my god, I'm f- I'm free. No <laughs> yeah, spoilers, know, but, but the, there is a the fantastic
0: about- there's a
1: fantastic scene with him Nick Offerman plays like an old co-star slash friend who love sells him pot. And they have this scene together where uh, something happens to where Sam Elliott's like stock rises again in Hollywood. And so he has an audition and so he's doing lines, he's running lines with Nick Offerman, and it's great because the lines are terrible. It's it's supposedly some, like, dystopian young adult movie that he's auditioning for. Oh, fuck. So he's reading these terrible lines, and the, the director was there for a Q&A, and he said this scene happened totally by accident. He just wrote these lines that just supposed to sound schlocky and terrible. And he told Sam Elliott, hey, just ham this bit up, because it's a very subdued performance, most of the movie. He's like, he's like, so you're running lines with your buddy. Just ham it up as much as you want to. And what happened was Sam Elliott starts reading these lines, and he starts to get like, we put a lot of emotion into it. And then when the camera cuts back to Nick Offerman, he's just sitting there just weeping. Just like, yeah. And and obviously embarrassed for crying, you know, like, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, that's great. But he said that happened. They just, he said, I was filming and like, all of a sudden, Sam Elliott has a tear come out of his eye. And then I look over and Offerman's just crying. And he's like, I was like, what the hell is happening? Somebody capture this. <laughs> Make sure we record this. So that was all just them just putting it into it. It actually became like a really emotional pivot
0: point for the movie. Uh, it was, it was That's interesting. That's awesome. But I, I've always wondered, what do they really smoke when they're smoking pot and cigarettes? It's like herbal cigarettes or something, right? Well, I think it's usually
1: it, like, yeah, just some What about California? Herb. I
2: thought pot, no, well, it was just medical. It's right? true.
1: I mean, pot is legal there, but I don't know if you want your actors to be all stoned on the 13th take. True. <laughs> Why not? Depends which movie you're making. <laughs> yeah. Yeah to well, say Boston, too.
2: It's legal to smoke suicide squad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That might have helped. Let's send them all bad pot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's already at the hour. Um, I feel like that's when people stop listening to these anyway. Uh, so, where could, let's uh, go Dan, then Dwight, where people can find you online.
0: Well, I'll, I'll give it to Dwight first because he has to go and, uh, he, and he's Dan. the more special uh, guest here than
2: awesome. equally
1: special. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. I how to
2: bill it. I'll say Dwight less special than Dan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the name of the episode. Uh, yeah. You can find me on the, the broken brain every week. Uh, it's a, uh, your weekly dose of mental health and psychotherapy. Uh, I'm a psychotherapist. And so I do a, a psychology based podcast that you can listen to on uh, the core temp arts network here with uh, let's chat uh, and your, your show too, Dan, I think is part of the, yeah, we're all part of yes, the, it is. the yeah. core temp yeah. arts network. So, yeah, you can uh, You hear the broken brain most weeks uh, about about psychology and trends in mental health and treatment. Um, you know, I'm also going to throw a plug for we're doing a, uh, we're, we're accepting ongoing submissions for the new CTA blog, uh, CTA Rights, I think is what we're calling it. Uh, we're, we're launching some articles and things about pop culture and how pop culture influences life, and I'm helping out with that. So you can check that out. This is it's how <laughs>
2: this is how mom no. tells us
0: <laughs> <laughs> through the through the favorite brother i get it i get yeah. it no but um dwight you're gonna have to come on my show to talk about the hero because i am super stoked for that movie awesome now. like oh man i can't wait i'll see that tiff for it earlier i hope but um yeah my blog uh is uh, the get real movies podcast or my blog it's also a blog. It's a blog and a podcast, Get Real Movies. And it can uh, the podcast can be found on the Core Time Arts Network alongside these two lovely gentlemen's podcasts. And um, you can also uh, find us on Twitter at Get Real Movies. Uh, real is spelt with a double E, a little play on words there. Haha. And uh, definitely go to our uh, blog, uh, GetRealMovies.com and uh, just check us out. Email us. Message us, whatever. We'll uh, we'll respond. And any debates, even if you think Jared Leto was good in Suicide Squad, I will uh, I will talk to you about that. Even if you're wrong. So, I'm
2: gonna find crickets to put in there, like or like footage not found. because no one? Everyone agrees with you. <laughs> <laughs> even Jared Leto's like, I know, guys. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm
0: sorry, guys.
1: You were right. <laughs> Let me go this, write
2: another shitty modern rock album. <laughs> the, the,
1: the, this is Jared Leto. I'm just calling in to agree with what you said.
2: All right, <laughs> uh, you guys have a good rest of your day. I'm gonna go. Oh, yeah, you, you, you too, up, brother. Thanks. Thank you. See you guys. Be well.
0: Thank you for listening to the Court and parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com.